Hello, I'm Bonnie Snowden, ex-corporate person and mother turned successful artist entrepreneur. It wasn't that long ago though that I lacked the confidence, vision and support network to focus on growing my dream business. Fast forward past many life curveballs, waves of self-doubt and so many lessons learned and you'll see Ignite, my thriving online coloured pencil artist community. A community that changes members' lives for the better and gives me freedom to live abundantly whilst doing what I love and spending quality time with my beloved family and dogs. All whilst creating my best artwork with coloured pencils and mentoring others to do the same. But this life wasn't always how it was for me. It used to only exist in my imagination. I've created the It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast to help increase people's confidence, share mine and my community's experience and hope through fascinating personal stories, champion the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and create another channel through which I can support others to realise their dreams. If you're a passionate coloured pencil artist or an aspiring one who's looking to create their best work and a joyful life you love, you're in the right place. Grab a cuppa and a custard cream. Let's get cracking. I follow all sorts of people on Instagram and my next guest is one of my absolute faves. Gorgeous photos, book reviews, amazing nail polish and her fabulous drawings. The Yorkshire Mermaid, aka Gemstone Creations, is a fellow Yorkshire lass, author, artist, mum and, as it turns out, can chat for England just like me. Do you know, it's really, really nice to meet somebody who I've never met in my life before. Oh. <laughs> I've followed you on Instagram because oh. I really love, love your photos Thank you. and just everything and your nails. <laughs> Bright nails. Today. I know, I know. Um, but it's really nice to actually meet you and then feel like I've kind of known you forever and ever. Yeah, well, I've followed you on Instagram for, well, it's about five years maybe when you started. Yes. I saw your drawings. And in my mind, I was thinking, I need to start drawing again. I need to start drawing again. My my youngest is now at school properly, and I'd always told myself, right, you get back to your drawing when your youngest goes to school. Yeah. So anyway, and, and then I'd seen your pictures. I thought, I'm just going to try it. So I went and bought some pencils and uh, a sketchbook. And I literally just thought, I'm going to just draw my cat. Was it my cat? Yeah, my cat I drew first. It was really good. And I just thought, I'm just going to take my time, because I was worried. I'd forgotten how to draw as well. You know, I've not yeah. drawn anything for, I mean, I always drew as a kid, always thought I'd want, I'd do something to do with art, but then, you know, I go through college and uni and in my degree, I focused on photography. I can actually choose, it's quite a broad degree where you could choose animation, illustration, fine art, all the, all the different things. And I couldn't, I loved it all. So I was like, I, I don't know, I can't focus it. But the photography teacher took me under his wing and said, look, I think you've got something here, let's just focus on that, get your portfolio done in that, in that. so you've got you know, a bit more of a dedicated portfolio. You know, so I ended up being a photographer and worked for a studio for a while and then I worked for myself for over 10 years. And in my mind, I was always thinking, you need to get back to drawing. Drawing's the thing you love the most, you know, which is a bit sad. And then the longer I went without drawing, I thought, what if I can't draw anymore? I was almost scared to try it because yeah. I always felt really good at it at school. And I thought, if I can't draw anymore, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, bought these pencils, put paper, looked at your Instagram and thought, well, yeah, I'm doing amazing drawings. I wonder if I can draw anything, you know, not as good as you. But I'll well, just start. What, they, were, they, were pr- they were pretty good. Well, thank you. <laughs> I remember you commenting on, on, on it saying, oh, saying something like that. Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, that's, you know, it can't be bad if you're saying that. So, um, 
yeah, and I just got really, really into it. I read a lot of your tips, you know, from things about sharpening to rubbing things out. Wearing old socks to... No, I just <laughs> loved your Instagram. was brilliant. And, I just, and it just really inspired me to do another one. And then, yeah, before I knew it, I was just drawing all the time again. And I, was, I thought, right, maybe I can... Because in my mind, I've always wanted to do a children's book. I thought, maybe, maybe I'm going to get there, you know. I don't yeah. know how, because, you know, from drawing a cat and an owl, I love drawing birds as well. I thought, how am I going to get to do a children's book from mm-hmm. here? So it's quite... Was was doing a children's book, was it always something that something you actually I, wanted to do or did it just kind of always pop up to. one day and go, oh, you know, I've always wanted to do one. Yeah. I think even as a child, I used to draw little books, make little books, write stories and used to say, you know, I want I want to make children's books, I want to be, or a cartoonist, I used to say it, but that yeah. didn't happen. And even at sixth form college, a friend of me reminded me that I told her I wanted to do children's books, which I'd forgotten I'd said even at that age. And then obviously life took me in a different direction. But having my girls made me want to make a book for them. So initially it was just for them. Yeah. So I started sketching my girls alongside doing the kind of realism pencil drawings, which are so absorbing, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, God. I can see why you do it all the time. Yeah. It's amazing what you do. So I'd kind of have that ticking along and then I'd, I'd have another sketchbook where I'd be sketching my girls. Mm. You know, just very raw pencil sketches of them doing different things, sleeping even, you know, I've got a bit kind of <laughs> obs- <laughs> yeah, <a> bit obsessed. <laughs> There's sketchbooks in my bag, in my car, in my bedroom. Always had a little sketchbook somewhere and I'd, and I'd be sketching up ideas. Things they'd play, I would watch them and think, oh, maybe there's a story in that, you know, different things at yeah. times. And then, and then they got interested in crystals because one of them was having night terrors right and I was struggling to find ways to help her cope with it I thought oh I'll try you know I've got a few crystals in my drawers because I like them because they're beautiful I love crystals they're beautiful aren't they oh I love them and I had a few of my favorites and I thought I'll give her a crystal and mm-hmm. her, you know this will help take your nightmares away pop it under your pillow um, and let's see what happens and the next day she got up, she said, Mummy, it worked, it worked, it took my nightmares away. I thought, amazing, this is great. And she said, well, what, I want to know more. What, what do these crystals do? And it kind of, it went from that. And I thought, well, there's something of interest in crystals. And I thought, well, I'll get you a crystal book. Started Googling, da, da, da. could not find. I ordered the ones that I could find. They were either too complicated or the story wasn't there. Or I thought, and that just gave me the idea of the book that I've done, The Crystal Kids, was a story and a bit magical, but also had crystal elements where it explains a little bit about the crystals and how to use them, but in a very childish, very easy way. So each one in the book, there's like little stories. There's one child who's got nightmares, one child who's grieving for a granddad. There's one about separation, parental separation. There's one about nerves. And I just kind of, so I started to come up with an idea of, the crystal kids, basically. Mm. So then I, I started trying to draw more cartoony styles of the children. And that actually I found really tricky because naturally I love drawing realistic. Yeah. don't know if somebody said to you, could you draw a cartoon no. cat? No. It's, it would look dreadful. Well, it's weird, isn't it? Like, why would I want to do a cartoon cat? I can draw a really realistic cat. It looks amazing. Yeah. But to draw in that way in a children's book, we, it would just be photographs for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. If I know. I it well, totally but, understand. So then mean, I yeah. thought I need to find an illustration style, and to me that's really tricky. Mm-hmm. 
So I almost had to try and draw more childish initially and very quickly and start sketching things and getting animation in the images, you know, or like expression, but within with not much detail. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was concentrating on that. And over like, I think it took me, it took me about four years to make this book and probably three and a half years to actually get to an illustration style that I was happy right. with. I've drawn. And you never thought about getting somebody, it was always going to be you writing it and you illustrating it. Well, I thought I'm not very good at writing, so I'll get, I'll just write the basic story and then I'll get someone else to write it. But then when I wrote the story, initially I didn't, when it's finished, it's written in rhyming text, which naturally I found I could write. When I wrote it originally, it wasn't, and it wasn't flowing. And I, I said to my husband, I just don't know what, I think I need to get someone else to write this. And he said, well, why don't you write it in rhyming text like you do when you write other things for the kids? And I thought, do, you, do I? And then I realised I do actually write little poems and write little, right. okay, I'll just try it. So what have I got to lose? So yeah. I just tried writing it like that. And, and then it made the story more interesting as well. And it kind of flowed. So I'd write paragraphs and then I'd draw images to go with that. And then build the book up that way. Yeah, I don't know if that explains it. Yeah, but yeah. And then you, did yeah. you self-publish or did I you... did. I did in the end because I'd got it more or less ready for print. Like the images were ready. I'd with the with the text as well, the font. I could not find a font that went with my images because in my images I've drawn I've written like for words in different areas, you know, like there's their names are on their bags and different right, things yeah. like that. So when I, and I've written little signs and little pictures on the walls and the images and things. So when I tried to find a font that complemented that, worked with it, I couldn't find one. So, so the, so my friend who, um, who ended up making my website and branding my website for me, she said, oh, why don't you make your own font? And I was like, how do you do that? You know, I've got no idea how to make a font. And she just said, oh, well, I'll send you some links. So she sent these over. I thought, okay, I'm going to try this. I made my own font. Amazing. What's it called? I drew my own font. Gemstone font or something. But and she said, right, you can can sell it. And I said, well, can I? She said, yeah, we'll we'll get it. I mean, I haven't actually got it on my shop yet, but so yeah, I have a font. So, um, so initially, I, mean, well, I know, I know it probably gets like sound of books and everything. And the, people won't know. In the actual book, it's all handwritten um, in, right. in my font, but then I created a font. That's so when, a really nice. That's really nice. So when you look on the back, that's the font that I made. Right. And it looks just like my handwriting font. But it's just lovely. Ah, thank you. I'm having, I'm having a look now, listeners. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? Saying that I've just brought Bonnie a book today, so I've not seen it. <laughs> well, well, I've seen it on your, I've seen it on your Instagram yeah. thing, and I open. But this is really beautiful. So all of these, like with this page here, with the the dark and the stars and everything, that was all illustrated. Yeah. So I drew all the images were drawn first paper and pencil. Yeah. That's how I naturally love to draw, and then I would um, import them into my iPad, yeah. and then just work on them in Procreate. Um, and I, I, I mean, I've watched lots of tutorials and techniques to kind of learn about Procreate and love drawing in that way as well. So I'd colour them in on there. Oh, you've signed it. <laughs> We're oh. weeping in a minute. Thank you so much. Um, this, this is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I'm so impressed. Oh, oh wow. So I've got my little cats in there. One of them's a spirit cat, so she's glowing. 
on the pages. You'll see mm-hmm. the white. Oh yes, yes, white. yes. So she's on all the pages. Um, that a, was that a special? One yeah, of your special cats? yeah, our, yeah. Well, both our cats are very special. But, but when I, she she died while whilst I was writing this, and the other one's passed away now. So she's actually not a spirit cat in there, but she will be oh, in my future pictures. Oh, we'll be and weeping. We'll be weeping in a minute. <laughs> there's a page with uh, my mum with her dogs and all her oh, spirit dogs around oh, gosh, her. Let's look. I think it's that one there. So. <laughs> okay, so this is hilarious. So, so your mum has got my slippers, sister. Yeah. And called Dolly. Yeah. And Dolly has had puppies with my Nellie's dad. <laughs> so your mum's dogs are both related to, to my girls. Yeah. This is the most hilarious picture of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> the dog's gigantic. Yeah, I've exaggerated <laughs> slightly, but not much. Oh, it's brilliant. My mum is quite tiny. Oh, it's just so good. And she looks, she always looks really glam when she yeah. goes out as well. She does, yeah. Yeah. Did you go down to London? Did you go down to She went down to London. Yeah, I went to a show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really jealous. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is honestly it's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, and is it doing doing well? Yeah, so I sold over half of what I had printed. Yeah. Because, because um because I self-published in the end, because I looked into right, to get a publisher, you need an agent. To get an agent, it can take forever to get an agent. You know, you've got to, there's so many people trying to get art, you know, illustration agents and things. So I looked into it, thought, well, I've got it ready for print now. Like, it's ready. Do I really want to take, you know, it could take years to kind of get it to that point where I get an agent, get a publisher, get it actually printed. I thought, I'll just, I'll, self, I'll self-publish this, this one because really the what I was doing it for was my girls. I've made this book for my girls I thought if I just do a smallish run, so I did a run of about 2,000. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that when I made a book, it was it was made with just, uh, say FSC papers, you know, sustainable oh, papers, right, yes, yeah. that the cover wouldn't be a cover that's hard to recycle. So I had to look into um, the finishes that were on the cover. You know, if people put glitter and things all over the cover, you can't recycle them. Or if people put... Certain finishes like thick laminate, you know, you can't recycle them. Right. So I could do a little bit of gloss, like a tiny bit of spot gloss. Yeah. But all the inks that are used through the book as well are vegetable-based inks as well. Oh, so right. even for the processes where the paper's being, you know, printed on, it's not polluting the waters. Because a lot of books, when they're printed, they're actually quite bad for the environment right. in a way. In, if people haven't really looked at how yeah. they're being printed. Yeah. So I thought if I... If I'm doing a book, I want it to be a, a thing that I don't, you know, if nobody bought any, I wouldn't feel like <laughs> if they all got thrown right in the bin, I'd feel terrible. Oh so, um, you know, at the end of the day, they can be put in a recycling bin. Right. Which but nobody would want to do that. Oh, you know. No. So I did, I sold them, so I sold half of them through my, mainly through my website initially, and I was hand signing them, like, some notes. So it was really exciting seeing all these different orders coming in sending them all over the place and then I also sold them to um some crystal shops as well and a few book local bookshops yeah yeah but the crystal buddha uh, shop in Nairsborough she's the place that you can get them at the moment I've stopped selling them through my website just because it was taking up quite a bit of time in you know, the packaging the sending yeah. out of the have you, um, yeah so I was talking to Semma Martin don't know whether you know Semma Martin that's her mm. that's her book what she's a she's an artist it's a really good book, yeah. and she's gorgeous. Um, she has all of hers sent through a distribution centre. Yeah. And she found someone that would take a small quantity, 
take your packaging and you know that you basically put an order through the website and they they just do it all she obviously pays them and then she gets her her cut that's and it means good. that oh, i'm all for that sort of thing yeah so that's the kind of thing yeah i mean i could go down the amazon route started to look into how to get your books sold through amazon there's quite a lot of different ways. There's places, there's ways you can send, you can sell per book. There's, I won't go into it on here, but yeah. it's a bit, oh, I just thought, oh, I can't look into that another time. So, uh, yeah. It's so, quite nice to get them in local bookshops, though. And yeah. You should look at the little bookshop in um, Ripon. It's yeah. a wonderful bookshop. It's really, it used to be tiny. Yeah. And then they took over my framer, they took over his shop, which was next door when yeah. he moved. So it's a little bit bigger now. Yeah. But it's full of um, local artists. Um, where, where in Yorkshire are you? So I'm near Otley. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 So you, you should have a look at that and get some yeah. in there. But they'd love that. Yeah, I will do. Thank you. Um, but I do find crystal shops are the perfect place to sell them because yes. it's too crystal. So yeah. they tend to stay in crystal, sell crystals alongside yeah. the book. Yeah. Um, but I think so. Even if even if I don't sell anymore, I feel like I've got to the point where I've achieved what I wanted to with that book. Yeah. I've made something that I've, I've proved to myself. I can. I've done a children's book, Amazing. and I've, I found a style that I was happy with. My girls love it, and the feedback I've had has been amazing like I've had such lovely messages honestly it's absolutely Um, beautiful it really really is and I think when you hear like it's helped with anxiety with quite a few children as well I've had messages from different carers and parents saying that they've um the little ones have have used the tips in, in there and they put in crystal, you know, for something yeah. from anxiety so or what, different what things. What crystals do you, because I'm, so my, my littlest sister, my little sister, my youngest sister is hugely into crystals. Yeah. And I've got a couple of friends who are like massively into crystals. My friend Sally, who does the bioresonance, she was like, oh, I'll put a couple of crystals in my bra. It's <laughs> <So, ooh. laughs> um, like, wow. And I've, I've bought, I've just bought some. So I was sent a really lovely um, rose quartz. Oh, I've got oh, the cat. Nice. I've got the cat here as well. You're right. Oh, I love cats. Oh, yeah. Peggy, Peggy Sue's here. <laughs> oh, shit. Hang on a sec, Peggy. <laughs> crystals. Oh, I actually yeah. bought your crystals. No. Just a little tiger's eye. <gasps> That's my favourite. It's my favourite too. I absolutely love tigers. Like, oh, thank you so much. They're amazing. Yeah. And this is Peggy. Oh, hi, Peggy. <laughs> oh, she's she's sleeps all the time. Sleeps all the time and is sick all over the place. Oh, so yeah. that's nice. Not so lovely. <laughs> um, it's the, it's, and when you read up about tigers, yeah. like, it's incredible. It is. Because the, the Romans used to wear them on their breastplates and everything. Yeah. And it used to be more. It's very magical. Um, used to be more valuable than gold. Did it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, like millions of years ago yeah. or whatever. Oh, I love tiger's eye. Somebody eyes. gave me a, a tiger's eye when I first started my photography business years ago and I was nervous and it, you know, you've invested whatever you can into it. I thought, oh, what if, you know, I don't do very well. And she gave me a tiger's eye in it, like a heart-shaped one. And I've had it ever since. And I used to have it in my bag or my pocket all the time. And, she <laughs> just sort of, and I used to think, no, this is what's made me... <laughs> <laughs> honestly I, I, yeah. and they've all got their own um, vibrations and everything yeah, yeah. within them as well and that's that's what I find it so fascinating just really to rub aren't they just uh, having them in your having them in your hand I've got yeah. a little um, hair made of, of tiger's eye and what else have I got, got some, I can't remember the name of it it's like a it's silver it's a little heart silver on it oh I should know that I didn't know that one very sort of dense it's heavy not hematite is it it, um, it could is be it? Actually, it's it could in the back be. of my book, I think. I think I've drawn that one. 
How have you not drawn? Do you get much time to draw now? No. Do you miss it? Um, I so I well, I'm saying, do I get much time to draw? I draw. I tend to split my day into two. Yeah. So I'll start working probably once I've. Well, it doesn't look like I've tidied it, but I really have. So once I've done the washing, the you know taking stuff out of the washing machine and stuff yeah. like that, my children are brilliant. They'll do their own washing, but they think doing the washing means just putting it in the washing machine, switching it on. <laughs> so I move that from there to the dryer. Mm-hmm. And then kind of take that out and then swap it around and do the dishwasher and get the dog sorted and everything. By the time I get it sorted, usually it's about half past eight. Mm. And I just sit down and start going through emails. And I've got the marketing side of stuff has gone just crazy, yeah. absolutely crazy. And it's nothing that I ever thought it was. You know, when you think about marketing, you just think, oh, we put some stuff on social media, blah, blah. We've got automated emails going out. We've got this going so out. We've got that. Really Do you ever just wish you could just wind it back and just draw it again? <laughs> I, just so, draw? I know, I know. So I tend to do sort of eight, half eight till about three yeah. is admin, meetings, live streams, all of that sort of stuff. My children will tell you that I just sit and watch videos all day, but it's not true. Um, oh, <laughs> we've been watching on TikTok today, then. Um, oh, just watching it on the side. It's not true. <laughs> um, and then seven, I start drawing, and I mm. usually draw from between about seven till midnight. So it's about five hours that I just spent. Yeah, quite like drawing light. Do you? I quite like it. Yeah. And the other thing is, I get consistent lighting because it's dark. <laughs> Do you use a daylight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I've got big. Big studio lights, they're the, the, like the uh, photography soft boxes. Yeah. They're on big stands yeah. and they're quite bright, yeah. but they've got the big diffusers. Yeah. Um, because w- what happens when you video your work, you've got to be really, really careful with the lighting because mm. it can shadows. flicker and shadows. Yeah. Shadows are a nightmare. Yeah. So I have my studio done, spotlights put in. Mm. I can't draw with the spotlights on because I've just got these weird shadows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so switch them off, switch my soft boxes on. Then when I finish at midnight, Turn my soft boxes off. The room is in complete darkness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went flaying around trying to find the door. Oh. Um, but um, yeah, so I tend to draw. Weekends I'll draw during the day, which is quite nice. I but, found that uh, when I was draw, when I draw a pencil drawing of a cat or a, you know yeah. whatever I'm drawing, I actually found it quite good to draw it in the different lights because it meant I would choose different colours to bring out the different tones. Yeah. So I actually did do some deliberately with lamps and then sometimes I'll do it in daylight. I think, oh, that colour, now that, I'll change it back to that. And it, I actually it quite enjoy doing everything. that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. maybe that's a weird way yeah. to work. No, I don't think anyone's weird. I think it's, yeah. I think that's what's really nice about any kind of art and being creative. Yeah. Yeah. You just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's so subjective, isn't it? You know, to compare yourself and try not to think, oh, am I doing yeah. it right? Or... This is one of the big, the big issues, I think, especially with people who are just starting to draw. Yeah is comparing themselves to others. Yeah. You know, I mean, you probably had it with your, when you wrote your book and everything, thinking, oh, is it going to be as good as this children's book or yeah. that children's book? Or, yeah. you know, is it going to is it going to look like this, that, or the other? And we've got to kind of, um, I, I think we have to accept who we are yeah. and just be happy with who we are and be really proud of absolutely everything that we put out there. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what anybody else does. So I think with you, you've, you've written, I think it's beautiful that you're very focused on what you do and, and you've got your style and you're, pe- you know, you're amazing. With with my art, I feel like I'm always quite fickle. So I'll do some pencil drawing and then next thing I know, I'm making a 3D paper thing and then I'm doing a bit of clay. And but then that's I'm, amazing. But then I think, am I just, you know, 
what's the saying? Something of all traits and masks. <laughs> I can't remember that saying, but jack of all traits. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes I think, should I, should I just focus? But I love doing it all. So yeah, surely that's... I, I think you know whatever you want to do, yeah. whether you know with creativity like writing, drawing, you know the clay making. I would absolutely love to do do a clay making yeah. course. You know, really getting in there and getting your hands. And yeah, it's it. tricky. But then also I have this little battle with. I'm really conscious. I'm trying to not use materials that you throw the things away. So, like with paint, I start to think, "Oh, I'll get into painting," but then all the tubes and the containers that you literally can't do anything with, apart from putting the bin, that made me feel a bit. Oh, I'm not sure I'd want to focus on that because if I got really got into painting, there'd be so much waste. Yeah. Whereas with pencil drawing, I love the fact it's pencils, and I actually looked up um, looked up some of the brand websites to see what they're you know sustainable yes yeah a lot of them are vegan so, now as well yeah and they're really yeah. good a lot of them plant you know special forests for it, and they've got really brilliant so i thought oh pencil art's actually something you can feel quite good about yeah. you know <laughs> paper and pencil you know yes. not making anything that can't be thrown away or yeah. you know you can yeah. recycle it the film i so i draw on film yeah. quite a bit and that you know, has had a few people sort of say, well, hang on a second, you know, plastic, you've drawn on, yeah, drawn film quite a lot. Right. Um, It's like a polyester film, a drafting film. Oh, to then put your image onto the... And you actually draw your picture onto it. Yeah. Um, So there I'm doing at the minute is on the drafting film. It's a fantastic surface to draw on. It's amazing. But it's plastic. Yeah. But it's not single-use plastic. You know, if you draw a beautiful picture on it, you're not likely to throw it away. No. So it's like this kind of, you know. So I think, you you, you know, there are things where you can think, well, actually, if it's single-use, then, yeah, absolutely. You know, I know um, Emma from the Coloured Pencil Shop, she started to really look at her packaging and make sure it's all really sustainable and, you know, that you can recycle it and all of that type of stuff. Um, it's when things come in these big, like, plastic... Yes. Bubble wrap and yeah. shiny tape all over it. And you just think, oh, just for me to have this one. Well, I've, I've started to get all my... Um, well, I've started to get all my shopping, really, from... Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Riverford? I use Riverford. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. A couple of weeks now. And all of the organic stuff. I mean, at first it's a bit of a shock because you get all of these monkey carrots covered in mud and you think, hang on a second, I'm used to beautifully washed ones. <laughs> in a plastic bag. Yes. <laughs> and they come in like, yeah. yeah. So, um, but but they taste so much better. Yeah. And you feel a little bit, you feel a little bit yeah, better, don't you? Yeah, you do. And you know it's the, meats, the meat's from a good place as well when you buy from them. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So I really like their cheeses. Oh yeah, I really like her cheese. And my daughter is now she goes to the gym with this. She, her name is Veronica or something. She's sixty. She, Mum, she looks amazing. She's like you know, and she's making this organic, gluten free bread. Yeah. And Maisie brought some home yesterday. Honestly, we just sat there going, I think we need to eat the whole lot. And it came in this beautiful presentation box and everything. Like, this is the best bread I've ever had in my life. It was like eating clouds. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like it was stodgy because yeah. I think she made it with yogurt. Ooh. Oh, honestly, the better sauce so made to get some more. <laughs> I can't go back to normal bread now. Um, but <laughs> Riverford's bread's really nice. Yeah. They've got their, um, they've got a really lovely seeded one. It's really, really nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I've started to do that. It's good. Yeah. I think we all just do little bits. Yeah. It'll make yeah. a big thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody does a little bit. It is hard. No, it is. Well, it is, isn't it? Because life's yeah. so busy and everything, isn't it? You know. I think with digital drawing as well, I like doing that because I feel like that's not, you know, that's literally not, I know you've got the device, mm. but I've had my iPad now for about 
must be about eight years or so. And it's still going strong. Yeah. The apple pen. Have you tried yeah. drawing it? Oh, I think it's um, I think it's Alexa. She's down on the floor. <laughs> she's having a tantrum. <laughs> We've delegated her to the floor. <laughs> um, so I've got my apple pen. I use my apple pencil and I use Sidecar on Photoshop an awful lot. So I, I, I got get my Mac and then I use Sidecar to bring Photoshop onto my uh, iPad and I can draw on the surface which is great so I do all my line drawings and everything yeah. from there and I've got Procreate and I have had a play but it's about finding time isn't yeah. it to you know yeah. I want to find more time to be able to do that sort of thing because it, it I mean some of the pieces are amazing yeah it just means you, you know, I, I don't know which I prefer I think I like equally as much pencil and paper on the iPad yeah. you feel you take your time more with pencil and paper because you know if you go out the lines, then you can't literally press back and delete what you've just done, you yeah, know. Exactly. So you, it's very precise, but then there's something very therapeutic about just layering up tiny little lines and just getting lost in it. Whereas on Procreate, you can be quite impatient. You can think, oh, I'll just quickly draw this and then yeah. oh, I'll delete it. And then I'll, you know, so it loses that element. Yeah. But it's still lovely to draw. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have like um like a tip or anything to put on your Apple Pencil I just, to make it? No. No. Because you can get little tips, can't you, to make it feel more like paper? You can, but I think it, it feels very, it feels like a felt tip pen mm. on a smooth paper. Yeah. Which I quite like drawing with pen and ink as well. Right. Because I'm fickle and I like drawing every <laughs> single time. I don't think it's wonderful. But it feels like pen on yeah. shiny paper. Yeah. Um, but then you can make it look like pencil or make it look like paint. Mm. Or, I'm thinking of doing some... Um, tutorials for children on procreate oh had, yeah yeah i've had a few parents and, and messages saying you know i'd love to learn how to do procreate so i have made a youtube channel but i haven't launched it yet because there's no videos on it exciting and my girls want to help yeah so we were thinking of doing side by side drawing and i'll teach them how oh to draw God, that would be amazing yeah so um, oh i've got so many things going on in my oh, head yeah, you can do this and you can do that and you can do the other yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so amazing. I'm quite excited about that, but it's just um, sitting them down and, um, yeah, well, I'll, I will yeah. try and make myself do that because they, they enjoy it as well and they're learning. And, it, and my, my um, eldest, Rosie, she wants to be a YouTuber like every every yeah. child, who, yeah. you know. Um, and I've said, well, you're not allowed to have your face on anything, you know, you know yeah. until you're old enough. Um, but I have said, but maybe you could have your voice and your hands drawing, you know. She's so excited about that, so... Yeah, oh, it is in the pipeline. Yeah. To oh, that's things. really exciting. Yeah. Do you know, and, and I think this day and age, there is just so much opportunity yeah. for, you know, any ideas that are out there, you can do something with. And if you're, I think if you're, if you're tenacious enough and you want something, mm. you know, I think the sky's the limit. Well, you make people feel like that. You're very inspiring with oh. what you say and how you can and the courses you do and you're very um open with your you're not like oh well I'm not telling you how I did this unless you <laughs> sign up to I this you know yes. you're very open yeah. about oh I've used this pencil or I've used this so yeah. and this is how I've achieved this and you're very sharing and that that makes people instantly like you and want to know yeah more and, I, I mean um, I, I I overshare a lot <laughs> stuff. I think so um you know sometimes I have like people working with me and they're like just you know we can we can put that in something that people can sign up for and I'm like no just tell them I'm gonna tell them I just like telling people stuff. yeah and I think also that's all about I mean that's to make money as well isn't it so I think you're not inherently just in it to make money no. you like love it and you oh. want other people to do it as well and you yeah. want other people to know how 
it feels yeah, I feel so uncomfortable yeah no, um, earning yeah. money I honestly do. I mean, I know it, I know that it's important, and I'm, you know, my business is successful. I, I totally get that, but I, I honestly feel so weird mm. earning money. It's a, it's a funny thing. I mean, I've always had good. Have I always had good jobs? Not bad jobs. Yeah. You know, um, worked since I was seventeen, and kind of worked my way up, and worked into a corporate, and and earned a, you know, an okay salary. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know now having a successful business it's it's like really strange but brilliant you deserve it i know but then i have to pay all this tax (laughs) (laughs) which i feel really yeah uh, i i it's funny i when you kind of talk about that side of things you know we have to pay tax and and vat and all of that type of thing and you're sitting there thinking and it's not because i want all of the money for myself but i just think you know but where's it going? Where, where is it going? And is it actually going to do something good? And I really, really wish that we could specify where a percent of our tax would go, even if it was just like 1%. Yeah. You know, and just go, I want 1% of my tax to go to charity, charity. some charity or, you know, whatever, or, or to for a park, you know, to, to help sort of sustain parks or a woodland or something like that and, and have just a... a Tiny percent. I don't think I'd feel so bad then because inevitably, probably what will happen is it will go and I'm sounding a bitter here, um, go and, and sort of help build a new council building or, you know, redo the roads again. <laughs> God. Um, and you just think, I mean, time to think about that. Just carry on drawing. That's what I'm like. I don't. But it's. It's you know, but it's but it, again, it's really important to understand that you yeah. know actually you do because I had a massive major shock when when all of a sudden my my accountant's like well, we're going to start you know make you VAT uh, registered mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm sorry what <laughs> that means you're doing well well it does but it, yeah but oh, yeah. anyway so um, yeah <laughs> so I have to get be really really careful I'm, I'm really not careful with money I just I just don't want it to be there. Oh, yeah. I bet you love buying new art equipment. Yeah, it, it, well, so at the minute, all I'm buying is blooming um, needable erasers because the dog keeps on eating them. Oh, she's going to end up with a blockage. I think. <laughs> what they're, they're made of plus rubber. I, I don't know what they're made of. It's like um, they're like really soft putty. Yeah, and it, I think they probably t- smell really nice. So I have to hide them. So every time I because I, I use them all the time, <laughs> I put them down and I have to hide them because she'll sneak them out. Took it. <laughs> Oh, I bet she does some weird um, poos. Oh, <laughs> rubbery, rubbery blue poos. Oh, gosh, honestly. But, um, yeah, buying art equipment's good, though. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to get me sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So, um, I, you just work from home, then, and you just do your photography and your, so, and your writing and your... Yeah, I I stopped working as a photographer when Ruby was a baby. I tried to do it. I tried to carry on, but I'd actually lost my mojo for photographing other people's children yeah. by that point I thought I'd done 10 years of it I really loved it I did well I had some lovely clients and I thought no I think if I'm going to take pictures I'll just take pictures of my own children now and this shift in me was happening with I want to get back to my drawing I was already feeling that so yeah. I thought and then when I started drawing again I thought I'm just going to con- concentrate on just drawing for me 
and not taking on any commissions like people did start you know when you share your work it's lovely people do then contact yeah. you and say oh could you draw my dog or you know but I knew at that point if I started to draw for other people I wouldn't be finding my own way yes you know because you draw thinking yeah. is that how they want that it's like with photography if I did a photo shoot for the family I think well you know I'd really love to get this light here and get this angle here and da, 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 and that would be an amazing photo artistically but for them, they want to know they look, they're looking at the camera and they're smiling or they're... So you think, oh, well, I'll do it that way because I know they'll like that and they'll buy it. You yeah. know, and that's how you have a business, you know, you yeah. make money. Yeah. So even when I was a photographer, I wasn't really getting to do my style of what I would do if money wasn't involved and other mm. people hadn't commissioned me to do it. So I thought with with my art, I'll try not to get in that in that trap of doing things for other yes. people because then I would just be busy with that and yeah. I didn't have much time I had the two children you know two children in life and everything but when I get time to do my art I'm just going to literally enjoy it and destroy it for me and see what happens yeah so I, I really like that. that yeah so I just work from home I draw wherever sometimes I go <laughs> walk around in the woods and take the sketchbook and friends have actually been doing jog- jogging through the woods and been like Jenna is that you <laughs> like, yes who else would be sitting on the edge of this rock with a, with a sketchbook with a flask of tea oh, um so I love sitting at you know arms cliff and the Chevy and different places yeah, so I can sketch up there yeah anywhere by the water my dad once drove a Land Rover onto the cow calf oh my god believe that <laughs> How did he get down? Oh, I don't really don't know. He's done all sorts of weird stuff. Oh, it's beautiful up there, though. It's, it's gorgeous. really lovely. We've got so many beautiful places around here. Yeah. I mean, one of my um, ideas for a book eventually is to do with all the different areas around here as well. So it's in my head. But I'm working on my next book now, which is for slightly older children, um, like 10 to 13, I think. And it's it's a different storyline. It's a bit more of a grown-up storyline about a connection between um, a granddaughter and a grandfather who's got dementia. So, it, and it goes back into the World War Two and different things. So I'm oh, having to do a bit of research goodness. and kind of drawing. Oh, and it's, yeah, I think it's quite, it's one that is, yeah, it's quite emotional for me to, to do. I think both my grandparents had dementia and, um, you know, you lose that, they forget who you were, but they remember what they were like when they were children. So there's, an element of that coming back into the story and um I love drawing old vintage things as well so if I can get all the old toys you know from when he was younger and there's elements of him when he was young in the book in yeah. the story so so yeah it's quite an interesting one so I've written the first chapter and my little girl loves it Rosie it's like mummy you need to write the rest of it but it's not with with it, it's a strange thing. I can't like at the minute. I can't feel. I've opened my my laptop to write, and I can't get there at the moment. I think with everything going on in the world as well, mm. you know, the war and uh, yeah. everything going on at the moment, um, you have to be in the right headspace to get in your imaginary place yes. to write. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I don't proclaim to be a writer. It's new to me, but um, I feel I need to be very settled in my. Yeah, thoughts to get myself yeah, into it. I completely, I totally understand. I was talking to um, lovely Sally yesterday, who comes, yeah. and um, we, we were sort of saying about this as well. And I, I, I kind of know little bits, but I don't listen to the news at all. And I sort of, you know, I, I'll, I listen to it if I'm in the car. I, I hear a little bit of what's going on, but I can't have. I, there's nothing I can do about it. I've, I've donated and I'm really happy to have done that and if I can do stuff I, I will yeah. and I'm hoping to interview somebody who's actually on the, the, the front lines is actually 
um, where he is, he's, he's just outside Ukraine, but he's uh, helping feed all the women and children. Oh, uh, wow. Honestly, mm. you look at his Instagram and you just think, oh my, he's kind of making pizzas out the back of a lorry. So amazing, aren't they? And it's just like, oh my God, he's a completely selfless man. Yeah. Just amazing work that he's doing. Mm. You know, and I'm really happy to kind of donate and, and help people. But personally, I, I can't really do, yes. physically do anything. If I could put my name forward to have somebody come and, and live here, I would. But I don't have any room yeah you know i don't have a spare room or anything like that i don't know what to live in my loft um we could very well continue <laughs> i guess there's probably like regulations and stuff like yeah, that as well. Yeah. yeah you can't just you can't just let, let someone sleep in your loft. i mean it's boarded out <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong someone might be listening to this they'll be contacting you Bonnie. um but um i honestly there's just so, so i cut i cut yeah. myself off from from the news because it just saps your energy. It's draining, isn't it? It just makes me cry. Yeah. So I, I can't read too much of it. No. And every morning I'll I'll read the headlines and I'll think, you know, to see what's going on. But it just sit with me for a long time and it's yeah, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It is because uh, because I think it's because we can't actually yeah. do anything. Yeah. No, we can't. You know, but I'm saying we can't do anything. I could, you know, probably drive over there and help make pieces, but but then. You know, I, I have to think about my family, my knees. Donations <laughs> is the best way. To, exactly. To exactly. Fund things. That's yeah. definitely. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've, I, I have done that. My, my youngest son. He's, oh, he's, he's so sweet. So can you donated to your prime mum. I was like, yes, sweet, good. Well, I have as well. <laughs> he's donated to his football club as well, which Aww. is going under. He's so sweet. Oh, he's <laughs> like you. He's a lovely boy. Oh dear. He's blooming, um, got new sofas. Years and years and years. Flipping new sofas. Anyway, they arrived last week, half past seven in the morning on a Saturday, and they had to come through the field. That's all those sheep. Well, so the sheep thought they were being fed. So these poor men with this massive sofa walking through the field to get down to the bottom. And the sheep all came and crowded around them and they just stood around them, barring at them. And these men were like, Are they your sheep? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> came up there and put it but Sid now comes home from school just gets laid out laid out on the settee pulls this little rug up under his chin so sat there with all of the dogs are they creative as well children do they like drawing um mate you know they they weren't bad I think I've got Sid's Sort of art book. We're when he bad. Was about I'm not sure that's a four. <laughs> Maisie was Maisie was pretty good actually. Maisie was pretty good, but then none of them have gone sort of. You know, they're all very much into music. Mm. So Sid, my youngest, is really into music. He's got the most amazing eclectic taste in music. Mm. If we go anywhere, we're like, right, we need to put Sid's playlist on. It's really good, and they all sort of surprise me. So my my eldest, Frankie, he's a heating engineer. Um, he's a, he's a good. They're all really good, but we'll be sitting in the car and um, the the time to say the time to say goodbye song, but it's in Italian or whatever it is. Um, so it starts to come up and it's got this sort of um, da, 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 da. and then he starts singing in Italian. I'm like, wow, that It's like I love this song. <laughs> like, what? Um, you know, Maisie sings. Maisie is always singing. But you can sing. She's, well, I can, I can sing in tune. Um, but Maisie's voice is absolutely beautiful and Sid's voice is lovely so he'll sing stuff you know often on my videos I can hear him singing upstairs and 
shut up <laughs> singing lame Miz songs and stuff um but yeah so they they they're all you know yeah they really really like their music all three of them actually but their dad used to really love music yeah you know so that was um that's and i like music but but yeah. dave really loved his music yeah yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What about your girlies then, do they? They are creative as well. My littlest one, Ruby, I think I see a lot of what I was like. She can just draw for hours as well. And she's she's very perfectionist and she gets annoyed she can't draw like me yet. Right. <laughs> I said, look, you've got another 30 something years before you have to draw, be able to draw like me. Um, so she can she sits down and loves it and she's she likes to, my, my eldest, Rosie, she's good at drawing as well, but she's very quick. And, you know, she hasn't got the patience like Ruby for drawing. She's more of a science kind of, she likes writing stories. So she's creating that way, more academic in that way, I would say. Yeah. Um, whereas Ruby's are more into running around singing and twizzling around and, you know, <laughs> magic, in her own imagination yeah. still quite a lot. Oh, that's good. Which is really nice. That's see. good. Yeah. And are they, are they, do they go to school locally? Yeah, they go to school in Harrogate. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, both very happy. And um, I was just going to mention something uh, with my girls. I got a photo of somebody on World Book Day dressed up as Rosie because no she's way. a character in the book. And Rosie was just... She was so happy about that. She was so oh delighted that someone dressed up as her. I'm famous, well, not quite, but... Oh, that's amazing. That's yeah. brilliant. So was your oldest, is she set to go to secondary school? She'll you? be staying at the same school, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Way through. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is that is nice. Yeah, she's in year big, five, so... It's a big upheaval, isn't it? Yeah. And they have to kind of go from one to the other. Yeah. But, yeah, she's in from school. She wants to be head girl already. <laughs> Just <laughs> cooperation. Set high. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh Lord, I wasn't even. We were talking about this in my because we we all went to uh, Rip and Rip and Grandma, apart from my brother. Yeah. And um, I left at fifteen. I absolutely hated school. I wasn't. I was always in trouble. Mm. I just. Were you? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Always in trouble. You, you know. Just went off and did my own thing. <laughs> but um, not not academic. But not. Yeah. You know, if I applied myself, mm. I. You know, I'm I'm pretty good at whatever I find myself to, but it just um but my my sister who's just a bit older than me, it's her birthday yesterday, she was a she was a prefect, I think. But my eldest sister, she wasn't a prefect. And then one of my younger sisters who are twins, Gabby and Heidi, Gabby, she wasn't a prefect, but all her friends were a prefect. And uh, so I think she was a bit miffed about that. <laughs> but um yeah, no, I I wasn't destined for higher education at all oh, oh gosh no. I remember my English teacher just getting frustrated with me because I I used to think I was just awful English so I'd love to know what she thought now I'm yeah. writing how, stories how funny is that that you thought that you were I just English, English and now you're an author I was just so uninterested I think in what we were taught you know yeah. Shakespeare and and still now I don't know what else to talk about now we've just been chatting and <laughs> chatting about school been, weren't we it's been so nice school. Yeah, the lovely school. <laughs> right, go on. No, I can't. I, honestly, I can't. It, I think it's fascinating that you know maybe at school you weren't thinking that you wanted to be an author. No, not it's, at all. It's probably yeah. been the opposite to what I thought I'd do. I always knew I'd do something creative, but I never could decide quite what that would be. And I think as a little girl as well, 
sorry. That's not me drinking water in the back. It's me with my cup of tea. Bobby's a really messy drinker. Yeah. Oh dear. One of them will break wind in a minute as well. Or burp. Or burping. Can't remember what I was saying now. You distracted me, doggies. Yeah, I think you told, I don't know if you were told when you were little or if you were into art when you were little, but it's like you only get anywhere when you do art, when you die, <laughs> and your art becomes worth something. Yes. I remember seven, you know, just thinking that's what, Yeah, there's no point being an artist because you have to be dead before. It's Which is awful, awful, isn't it? But I guess in those, in those yeah. back in those days when, when you know, nobody knew yeah. you and, and how was anybody supposed to know no. you? So you had to be a famous know. artist to actually yes. bother. So it kind of like, oh, well, that's not really an option then. <laughs> No. Um, and then going through um, school drawing and things was always what I loved doing and then I can't remember why I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about no. um, academic good, academic yeah. stuff yeah I wasn't particularly mm. academic I could do it but I don't yeah I much prefer to drawing yeah yeah like, like now I could just like my perfect day would be sitting somewhere with my sketchbook with some tea and just being left to draw. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds so. No, but isn't it? it? Wouldn't that be? I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I have to say, you know, I, I am really busy and I have got so much stuff going on. And my sort of dream is to have maybe about three months mm. where I don't have anything. I don't have to write emails. I don't have to make a video. I don't have to, you know, and I can just sit there and I can just. I've got so many pictures that I want to draw. But you can make it happen. But oh yeah, yes. So I'm taking yeah. taking time off, and you know I've got somebody who helps me with my calendar and my emails and everything, and the the, the customer service side of stuff. Which sounds, I mean, honestly, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, she's absolutely brilliant. She's wonderful. She's on holiday this week, so I'm having to do it. All. Oh, no, she's made a folder that says for Lucinda today. And I'm like Lucinda today, for Lucinda today. They're all going in there. Poor Lucinda. <laughs> I'm not. I am. I am. I am. Um, I'm very, very good actually at answering people's messages. You um, are, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like to leave, leave people hanging about. But I can't remember what I was going to say. Then. Oh yeah, so we're, we're blocking time out. I'm blocking time out so I can actually have some time to get back to what you love doing. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've got images, pictures that I want to do, but so I want to do some um, uh, sort of floral stuff. Mm. But yeah, I'd really, really love to do that. But I want to find the time to be able to actually sit down and just do it without any distraction yeah you know because it, it takes time to kind of build those sorts of things and I look at them and I can envisage it and I was looking at it last night and I've just got these other beautiful photos of in Canada I can't remember where it was she's got an old shoemaker and he'd literally just finished making a shoe he'd put the shoe down and kind of sat back and she's got then it's in like an old shop most fantastic photograph, beautiful photo. And then this guy who is a carpenter, and he's probably in his late 60s, 70s, quite a big chap, big, great big beard, and he's just kind of standing there like this, and he's got this big sort of apron over his big tummy. Most amazing photograph, yeah. absolutely fantastic. I'd love to be able to do... To draw that. To draw, to kind of, you know, work on something like that, but, it, but have the time to be able to go, oh, well... Oh, I can only have like a couple of hours on this and then I've got to shift something else onto my drawing board and mm. do a tutorial or whatever. And it's not that I, I don't begrudge doing the tutorials at all because I, I really love them because mm. um, I can just chat away and talk rubbish and ramble on about stuff. But, um, you know, that would be really nice to have like a bit of time. Yeah. yeah, be really, really nice and just do something a bit different. 
Something I noticed you did was your oil painting. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Well, I'm learning. I'm learning from um, Jean Pritchard. Oh, my goodness. She is the most amazing artist. What would you follow her on Instagram? Um, I don't think I'm not sure. She's fantastic. She's in Cumbria. Yeah. And she's the nicest lady. Really down to earth, you know. And um, just really lovely. And I've been having lessons with her, but just recently... I haven't had time to do it. So we've been drawing together, a painting together, and we've been t- painting a dog together, and then I decided I was going to do a horse. And it, it's it's only got a couple of layers on at the minute. But I found that I'm quite good at pushing stuff around, pushing paint around, yeah. <laughs> blending stuff. When it comes to the details, I, I find that much harder because it's a soft brush. There's no kind of, you know... I thought it looked finished though. I thought it looked lovely, the point you got to. Oh, thank you. Uh, look, I just I might just varnish it. Yeah, I would. It's like, it's really beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I did, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. And I found it, um, how she teaches is really good. Yeah. Because she teaches that it's not just slapping loads of colour on to begin with and you get sort of like a mess. She teaches to kind of um, build your initial layer of paint, I guess, um, where you're working with the tones. So she'll work with a sepia. Um, version of the photo and you kind of work those tones up to begin with and it looks really really nice you know which is kind of how I like to teach my colour pencil if we can get it to look quite nice quite quickly you're more likely to feel motivated to carry on yeah you know because there's nothing worse than hitting that kind of ugly stage and thinking well this is just rubbish (laughs) sometimes you do have to write the odd one off don't you just think when you've lost your passion for it a little bit but I, I like to start with the eyes, do you? Yeah. You, you do, don't you? Yeah. Then they're looking at you like, finish me. Yeah. Finish me. <laughs> can't just be an eye on a picture on a paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, oh, I think it's just wonderful that you've, you've picked up your drawing and everything. And yeah. like, you honestly, and how you review books as well. I love all your book reviews and everything that you do on your... Yeah, so I have my two Instagrams. I've got my Yorkshire Mermaid where I do my book reviews. So what, and what my... is Yorkshire Mermaid? Tell me why it's Yorkshire Mermaid. Um, I think because I just used to, well, I say used to swim a lot. I love swimming and wherever I can in the lake or in the pool or whatever. Um, since COVID, I haven't really done I've moved on to going on to a bike more than more than swimming. But yeah, Yorkshire Mermaid just purely because of swimming. swimming really. And did you do that the wild swimming? I've done a little bit. So I've um I've done the Great North Swimming Lake Windermere before and then uh, we go to the lakes quite a lot, so I do try and get in the lake yeah. whenever I can. I, I love um just getting into paddleboarding and that's oh. quite fun. Um I'm just happy in the water, on the water, yeah. by the water. <laughs> I think I was probably a goldfish in the past <laughs> Nothing glamorous, just a little, a little happy goldfish swimming about. Um, yeah, that's why. Oh. So on that, so on the auction mermaid, I share probably my photography side of things, mm. more uh, photography and things that I love and uh, books, things that I've discovered that you know my best cheesecake recipes, things yeah. like that. Yeah. I make, and then on my gemstone creates. Instagram is where I'm sharing all my drawing now. Right. Anything oh, that I've drawn. I need to come and follow that. Yeah. yeah. So I've um so I've got my pencil sketches on there and my digital drawings and that's where I'm sh- trying to build that one up. So yeah. it's just the art side yeah. things and then my auction remains more of my everyday ramblings. Right. Thing. Oh yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Oh I like that. I love that. Yeah. Um 
No, that's been so nice, so nice to chat to you and learn more well, about you. It's been you. really nice. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for inspiring me to draw again. Um, well, yeah, it's really nice to meet you. <laughs> I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of my It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast. If you did, I'd be so grateful to you for emailing me or texting a link to the show or sharing it on social media with those you know who might like it too. My mission with this podcast is all about sharing mine and my community's experience and hope by telling your fascinating personal stories, championing the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and to create another channel through which I can support you to realise your coloured pencil and life dreams. If you haven't done so yet, please help me on my mission to spread positivity and joy throughout the coloured pencil world by following me on my socials at Bonnie Snowden Academy or by getting on my list at bonniesnowdenacademy.com. And remember, I truly believe if I can live the life of my dreams doing what I love, then you can too. We just need to keep championing and supporting each other along the way in order to make it happen. Till next time.